You are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions. But uh, rarely any facts. Impersonation might occur. But uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Hey there, welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boy of Podcasting. DJ Impact got all the guys here. Welcome to Wrestling Talk. We uh, want to thank you for being here. If you're watching this live, make sure you put all your comments into YouTube, Twitch, or Facebook Live. We'd love to read those comments. And if you're just downloading the podcast, listening to your car or gym, wherever you're at, thanks for downloading. We appreciate it. All right, again, this is our wrestling talk. We're going to make this probably a tad bit faster because we got a lot to get done, and we're in the holidays. Merry Christmas to you all. This is actually going to be our last live wrestling talk uh, for the year, and then, of course, we'll be back next year. We still got a lot of content during the week, so don't flip out, all right? With that, here's our four-way stop. Okay, normally I hand it right over to Houston City. So I'm going to do something different. Simon Street, what's your four-way stop? Well, pretty much going to you at Raw, Alexa Bliss and Bailey. That was quite the interesting match. As you know, Alexa Bliss is now the number one contender for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. But what makes that pretty interesting is what she did at the end, which I found to be very interesting, a little flashback as she was going to hug uh, Bianca Belair. We see a flash symbol of... Uh, Bray Wyatt's brand, will we say, and uh, then she began to put her in almost a sister Abigail. Some telltale signs, pretty interesting. I like some of those things. Next up, we have Rhea Ripley versus Asuka, and I'm not going to talk too much about the mask because it looks great, but the great thing was the spray to the eye to your young boy. Then later on, talking about mommy, it burns, and then all of a sudden, you have your boy Damien Priest said it could be worse. Other things could burn. I thought it was ingenious and great how it came in. Other parts, too, was Elias talking about he found something in Riddle's uh, belongings and pulled out something that at first looked like rolled up weed, but it was just his lyrics. Pretty damn good song. <laughs> Outside of that, on SmackDown, one of the coolest matches I've seen in a long time. Should have been the first time they met up. Ricochet versus Gunter was a better showing, to be completely honest, even though the same result happened. I'm okay with that. And last but not least, Man, L.A. Knight and Bray Wyatt, and we got to meet Dr. Howdy, or at least the physical form of, not Dr. Howdy, but Uncle Howdy. So it's pretty interesting, and that's my four-way stop. Hope I made it in time. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt. Sin City. Steve, man, what you got? All right. MJF is still your AEW world champion after defeating Ricky Starks at AEW Dynamite. Winter is coming. Uh, very solid match in front of an extremely hot crowd. Uh, and it was a really good first defense for MJF. I still don't know why they had this match for both the Dynamite Diamond Ring and the title, but whatever. Uh, let's just hope that they stay committed to Ricky Starks and that he doesn't disappear from here. Mm -hmm. um, elsewhere, the Death Triangle defeated the Elite to go up 3-1 in the best of seven trios title series. Uh, they licensed Round Ball Rock by John Tesh. 
for the series. So they're playing <laughs> that whenever they're doing any of the promo packages. They pulled the Willis Reed injury angle, almost. Nick Jackson left the match early on with a knee injury after one of his dives. Sure enough, Nick Jackson comes back, gets the hot tag, starts to go wild. They build it up, but then Penta hits Nick in the knee with the damn hammer. Then, and those dastardly death triangle boys pick up the win after Phoenix locks a knee bar on and Matt Jackson taps out. This next week is going to be no DQ. And uh, yeah, I, I still look for the elite to win the series in seven. Wow, no doubt. All right, let me go over to you. Matt Michaels, what you got? Um, you know, speaking of, uh, Elias, uh, Elias and Kevin Owens finally meeting backstage. <laughs> yeah. That was fucking brilliant. I thought Owens just was brilliant in, uh, the whole, <laughs> the whole, just utter fucking frustration, confusion, and disbelievement <laughs> that Elias would ask him to be in his corner. <laughs> fucking brilliant. Um, Bailey and uh, Bliss, absolutely. That Sister Abigail tease is something that got people talking. Very smart. Uh, and along the same lines, again, yep, Uncle Howdy. It's not Bray, as a lot of the marks on the internet were just, you know, assuming it's Bray. Look, he's got an earring, just like Bray in his left ear. Could yeah. Be <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, my water. <clears throat> Well, now the speculation is it's Bo Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> Believe so, that. <laughs> yeah. Which, hey, man, he, he might be back. He, you know, he might be part of this. But, but if Bo Dallas was Uncle Howdy, boy, did he put on a lot of pounds. <laughs> no. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. Are you done, man? Okay. Cool. Really easy for me. Roxanne Perez, Mandy Rose, WWE NXT Championship. Yes, I I, I got to tell you that I thought for the most part that Mandy acted shocked, acted like she wanted to win the title. I thought Roxanne put on, uh, she had great moves that was, uh, sellable to see that showing that she actually wanted to win that title so the whole thing was believable despite the fact that i was hearing that others were saying that mandy was just pretty much throwing it away to the idea of she knew she was leaving and just didn't care i didn't necessarily find that to be believable at all i thought that this could have went either way of course when she did her finisher i was like ah well, that's it for uh, for Roxanne, but it, it turned around, and we have the new Women's NXT Championship. That's where I'm going to stop right there. There's a lot of other hot things. You guys already mentioned it, but that's going to be my four-way stop for the week. Now, let's go right over into the Too Sweet for the Week. All right, how about you, Sin City, man? What was, your, what was your highlights or highlight for the week? All right, so last week... Chris Jericho lost the ROH world title to Claudio Castagnoli. This week, Jericho was to have a tune-up match against a jobber. That jobber just so happened to be a guy named Action Andretti. This match went nine minutes, much longer than a jobber match should have, and Action Andretti scored the upset of the decade after pinning Chris Jericho after a standing shooting star press. 
Um, evidently Jericho saw an enhancement match that Andretti did where he put over QT Marshall on dark and wanted to make the kid into a star. Um, honestly, after that one match, he definitely did get the wrestling world talking and saying action Andretti's name. Uh, and then elsewhere, John Moxley versus Sammy Guevara is the exact type of match that rampage needs each week. Um, last week with Takeshita was awesome. I think we're going to continue to see Moxley on Rampage every week as he will draw higher ratings. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, you know what? I'll jump in here right quick. For myself, only one thing I'm going to mention, too sweet for the week, man, the Intercontinental Championship match, Ricochet versus Gunther. Man, that right there, the match was fire. The audience, the crowd was on their feet. Didn't know how this was going to turn out. As much as we knew that Ricochet was most likely going to lose, again, this guy went in, putting in 100% of just throwing everything he can into Gunther to points where you're thinking, well, maybe there's going to be a uh, – uh, maybe there may be a, a shot that he's going to do this. But, of course, Gunther came out, the one on top. This match had to be um, – I didn't know what to expect going into it, but – this was have to be probably the best match for me for the entire week. So it's definitely my two sweet for the week. But let me go over to you, Simon Street. How about you, man? What was your two sweet? Man, my two sweet for the week is gonna go to Papa Pierce over there flexing them new skizils. Cause on Monday he fired your boy Bobby Lashley. Tried to tell <laughs> tell him like, man, chill out, bro. Mm -hmm. But he didn't want to listen. So he said you're fired. And then following on Friday Night SmackDown. Before the Intercontinental match that you said, yeah. he pretty much booted, you know, uh, two-thirds of Imperium. Off the bat, was like, we ain't playing this. So I like to see him flexing his muscles. However, though, he was a little bit sus when he had to talk to the tribal chief, getting summoned and shit. But, hey, <laughs> it is what it is. Get power where you can squeeze it in, apparently. Papa, pa Papa is here. <laughs> no doubt. Matt Michaels, man, what you got? Uh, Gunther and Ricochet, absolutely one of the best matches uh, probably of the year. Uh, it was that good in terms of, hey, Ricochet, we know what he can do, but when he has an opponent like Gunther who can actually make him fucking look good, then that's when it pays off. Um, and Roxanne and Mandy, uh, you know, <laughs> say what you will about the Mandy situation, the real talk should be about the fact that Roxanne Perez, she's now the NXT champion and she can barely legally drink. <laughs> so that's WWE incredible. is me. Goals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, good for her. And, uh, Hey, I think we did an interview with her when she was like 18 or 19. So, yep, yep. uh, you know, we had to finish her, for her curfew. <laughs> Okay, good stuff, y'all. Let's go to what WTF for the week. All right, for me, it's pretty easy because I couldn't find anything. Of course, I didn't watch AEW. So that's it for me. I, uh, that's Whoa. all I got. Wait, is that a low blow? That ain't even a low blow. That's a soul punch, bro. <laughs> Damn. I, I'm, I'm used to it from, from one of the other people on the panel, but... I mean, you, whenever you say it, it just stinks. I'm sorry. I'm mean sorry. you have credibility. <laughs> oh, All right. My, my apologies. My apologies. I, I don't have any WTS for the week. 
Great, great job, everybody. <laughs> Let me move over to you, though. Let me go to you, Matt Michaels. Uh, what do you got, man? What WTF you got? Uh, I did watch AEW. So who the fuck's action in Dreddy? And that was fucking ridiculous. Who fucking cares? The dude is a fucking scrub who's going to be on dark for the rest of the fucking time. Oh nice signing, TK. Um, match five is going to be a no DQ weapons match. Not match seven, match fucking five. Stupid fucking shit again. Uh, hey, congratulations, Brian Cage. You're part of the ROH six-man championship uh, squad, and you lose to Jungle Boy on Dynamite the very next match you have. <laughs> Way to go. Uh, Ruby Soho. Oh, Jesus Christ. Ty and Anna Jay make her look like she's an amateur. Mox versus Sammy Guevara. No buildup. Great job on that. Uh, and, of course, Hardwood showed his broken asshole on TV. Wow. Wow. Oh, and who the fuck is Exodus Prime? What the fuck? <laughs> it's Amazon's brother. <laughs> what well, a tag team. What a great tag team. All right, let me go right over to you, Cyber Street. What was your WTF? My WTF was what the fuck was, uh, you know, top dollar thinking. And did he take a physics class and understanding how gravity and mass work? Because what the hell was you trying to do, brother, coming on like that? And the bad thing was is how the announcer was just like, oh, well, that's probably why he don't do it all the time. He's got that reason why he can't. But, uh, yeah, man, I was like, what the hell is this shit? And then also, too, I know tomorrow will get told out about it, but come on, man. Everybody knew that was Zylee that popped up out of there to kind of be clothed and shit. We knew that was her. We ain't had to wait for the reveal later on on social media. But, hey, it is what it is. Add another member. But uh, yeah, other than that, man, I didn't really find that raw with uh, you know AEW. Shout out to your boy uh, Andretti, you the new one, two, three kid, brother. All right, all right, that makes us go right over there to Sin City, Steve. Man, what you got? Uh, Jeff Jarrett cracked a guitar over Max Caster's head during a promo segment in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm genuinely hoping that they're using Jarrett to eventually put over the acclaimed and not the other way around. Still, what the fuck? Um, and actually, I'm I'm going to agree with something that Matt Michaels said about AEW in this segment. Okay. Holy shit. <laughs> Ruby Soho comes back after having her nose broken it all out by Ty Mello. Tonight and you know, Wednesday, we got them in the ring together. Ruby won, as should have been the case. Anna Jay comes out and lays out Soho, dropping her right on her fucking face. And I swear to God, it looked like she rebroke her fucking nose. <laughs> Ridiculous. Wow. Uh, seriously, though, Soho couldn't even celebrate winning her first match since returning from a shoot injury. Wow. Whew. All right. Let's go right into the lookout. <laughs> I guess a lot of things to look out for. Matt Michaels, what are you looking out? Uh, I'm looking for Bobby Lashley to be working at a car wash here in Vegas uh, now that he's fired. Um, <laughs> looking forward to uh, Ronda versus Raquel. That's uh, looking to be a pretty nice little match for uh, the Rumble. Hey, how can we not look forward to John Cena after that fucking promo teaming with KO? Uh, again, Sammy and Roman, that should be a pretty spectacular uh, 
story advance. Something's going to happen there. There has to be something going on with that. And Mandy's gone, so I'm looking for Toxic Attraction to get the call up to the main roster now. Mm. It's yep. time. They're ready. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, good stuff. Um, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. You, Sin City. All right, so I am looking forward to seeing who Soraya's partner is going to be on January the 11th. At mm. first, I thought that it would just be Tony Storm, and you know mm. they would take the easy way out. But I'm now starting to wonder if TK is going to, you know, make some make some more waves and you know, just say fuck it and bring over another name that will in turn languish into the mid card in virtually no time. Anyway, um, elsewhere, after Andretti beat Jericho, we saw Jericho destroying the backstage area as he lumbered back to his locker room. Please, dear God, let us get downward spiral Chris Jericho. Let him grow a beard. Let him just, you know, Mm -hmm. do whatever it is. Chris could make almost anything work. I really would love to see where they're going to go with this. Okay. And then they could bring in JBL to be his manager. Hey, you never know. <laughs> uh, Simon Street? No, nah, definitely uh, looking forward to to see what the hell is going to happen since the results of this triple threat tag team match and hit, hit row going over. As you saw, Top Dollar did pretty much injure himself. It was very apparent. So I don't know if they're going to make it to that match. Uh, I would personally like to see Legato Fantasma win and have them go up with members of the bloodline, but that's just my choice. Other than that, what I'm looking forward to is that third tier to uh, Mandy Rose, Mandy Sachs' uh, OnlyFans page. You know, I've been waiting for the past four or five months, and, you know, it's a tie between her and Natty on Instagram, and I feel like both of their content up until this past weekend has been pretty substantial. But I know Mandy Rose... Or as I say, Mandy Sachs is going to have a really good uh, only uh, only fans. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. For me, one thing I'm looking now for, and it's uh, you can't see me. That's what I'm looking out for, John Cena and KO. You know, I didn't think we were going to get KO and Sammy. I thought they were you know, we were going to they were going to kind of keep them away from each other a little bit until now. Granted, we've seen multiple tons of matches between the two but i thought maybe before we see them interact again it will be maybe pushed down down the line maybe even to rumble now granted this isn't a one-on-one but just for the simple fact that they're in there they unless when one gets out the you know gets tagged in the other gets back out i'm guessing we're finally going to again get this confrontation since the illusion that we're no longer good best friends we're no longer friends at all so it's going to be interesting to see where this goes but seeing john cena back uh yeah i i agree with michaels there's got to be something to this and i'm interested to see where this is going to go all right let's go right into our best in show for the week For myself, it's all about SmackDown. Top to bottom, the show was fire. I enjoyed all of it. Uh, they're, 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 they're doing great things as, as always and now have us looking forward to at least the last show uh, of the year. Uh, having that Gunther and Ricochet match, definitely another another match that was just... And, and let me just talk just a tad bit while I got a little over 30 seconds. Man, LA Knight, I just love this dude. 
okay? Well, I'm going to stump him, yeah. I'm going to stump him, yeah. And guess what? When Bray got in, he got stumped. I mean, it was great. I, I'm loving everything about LA Knight, and I'm loving this storyline. Um, Uncle Howdy, Bray, oh, my God. Sign me up for this. I'm, I'm, I'm loving everything. SmackDown was definitely the best in show for me. All right, Simon Street, man, how about yours? What was your best in show? Although SmackDown was amazing, I'm definitely going to have to go with Raw. I just felt consistently they were dropping more beads and more telltale signs of what's coming down the pipeline. Uh, totally appreciate that. Um, and actually, like you said, the strong, as I mentioned earlier, the strong connection signs to what Alexa Bliss is going to do. She's been teasing little things here and there, but we're finally seeing it come to a full turn and we'll see much more as we get close to that match. Um, outside of that too, you got to see, uh, you know, uh, a, a lot of other stuff like Bobby Lashley being fired. I mean, just consistently, I felt Raw was a little bit more consistent and I was excited from front to back in a three hour period versus SmackDown being two hour. That's pretty tough to do on a consistent basis for my ass. <laughs> Understandable. Sin City Steve, man. Best in show. Uh, best show was AEW Dynamite Winter is Coming. Top to bottom, solid, solid show. Uh, one of the more enjoyable episodes of Dynamite from beginning to end. Uh, but the best match that I saw this week was Gunther versus Ricochet. So, yeah, big props to those guys. Expertly done. I'm, I'm extremely happy that they're getting the opportunity to showcase what they can do uh, with the new regime. Um, but yeah, uh, best in show, AEW Dynamite, best match, Ricochet Gunther. No doubt. Matt Michaels. Yeah, I agree. SmackDown uh, takes the cake for me. But uh, I'll, I'll say uh, NXT Deadline also uh, you know, fills in because I wasn't uh, on last week. So uh, I just got to give credit for that uh, Iron Man gauntlet shit. That was just fucking great. On something that sounded like it was just going to be the shit, <laughs> fucking turned out amazing. So, uh, it's just pretty cool to see that shit pulled off. Yeah, absolutely. All right, everyone, thanks for uh, for hanging out with us. This is our wrestling talk. Uh, this is our end of the live show of us doing this, and um, we appreciate you hanging out with us this entire year, hanging out with us tonight. Uh, we got a lot of fun things coming out uh, for next year as well. So definitely hang out with us next year. A lot of great more interviews. Um, hey, some different shows. We're going to try different things out. We've been doing this for a while now, and um, we're going to keep on doing it because why not? Um, so thank you for hanging out. Merry Christmas to you all. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Is there anything else I'm missing? I think I got Boxing it. All. Day. You say what? Boxing Day, oh. people over over the pond. There you go. There you go. All right. With that, we will. Um, we're going to be right back with our three count. You definitely want to stay behind that because we mentioned a lot about Mandy, and yes, she's definitely mm -hmm. going to be one of the topics that's going to be on there. Um, also, hey, Dynamite and Rampage is going to look different. I can't wait to hear what that's going to be about. And is it really true? Is Vinny Mac, is Vince McMahon ready to come back to WWE? I don't know. You might want to listen to Three Count. We got a lot to talk about. We're going to jump on live next. But if you're not on live, make sure you download Tuesday's episode. All right. With that, we will see you. Take care. Happy wrestling to everyone. Biggest bad boys of podcasting. <laughs>